Welcome everybody to episode 14, Voice of the International Community Experience. We are doing it. Doing it, doing it, doing it. Right. What's up, my hey, man? Hey, 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 here we go, here we go. Here we go. Uh, 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 today uh, we're chatting uh, about uh, loneliness uh, and everything it manifests into, uh, you know, wellness issues mm-hmm. uh, missing home yeah and uh sometimes you know creeping out of uh, a relationship or oh. doing whatever you well, do gonna, just because talk- you Eesh. feel like you're not being seen or mm. you're lonely mm. so lonely in a relationship yeah all right it's lonely on all fronts okay you know right. migrants come here and they they feel lonely they're not co- connecting with family, not connecting with the community, not connecting with neighbours. That uh, can translate into some uh, some serious wellness issues. Some people go to the mines, and it's a great job. Bloody hell, the mines! Eh? But you go over there, and then what? What happens then? Mm. Right? So, how do we define loneliness? What is loneliness? What are we talking about exactly? Oh. give us a working definition. <laughs> I wish I'd thought about this. Yeah, let me just Google this real quick. Google, Google. Why not? Why no, not? man. I feel like it's uh, it's the point in your life when you feel isolated from everyone, mm-hmm. even though they might be around you. You Ooh, feel like, it's, like it. it's a moment in time when you feel like nobody understands anything you're going through and nobody will be there for you even if you share. So um, it's a feeling. It's a it's feeling. It's a subjective feeling yeah. of... Isolation, even though there's people around. You. Yes, it's okay. a, it's and it bec- it comes from not being able to be relational with the people that are around you. Now, mm. learning from you is that we're all relational beings. Yeah, yep. and if that when that feeling comes along of actually wanting to be relational, mm-hmm. but you have nobody to connect with, mm. then the loneliness comes in. But you're saying you may have the people to connect with, mm. and yet there's no connection. Exactly. So, okay. So what may cause that? Like, I'm, I'm just trying to think, because I know I've thought about loneliness in terms of I could be in a group, in a room full of people, mm-hmm. and still feel an intense sense of loneliness, Yeah, which is different to aloneness, if you like. So Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So... Aloneness and um, loneliness. Yeah, how yeah. you feel these days. It's why I'm kind of grouping them together is mm. because you can have a mobile phone even when you're at home, mm. and 400 contacts in there yes. have broadband internet or ADSL two or, mm. or 5G or whatever. It, the uh, coronavirus network that you've got. <laughs> the G- oh yes, what what was that? <laughs> yeah, whatever you whatever you five G five G and uh, NBN. Yep, and and still be in a situation where you feel alone. So we're yeah. the most connected, yeah, technologically speaking, we've ever been. As in we can connect on the family, panel. we don't yep. have to write a letter and wait two weeks for a response. Yeah, and yet we're the most lonely. Exactly. Generation. So something's gone wrong. Yeah, like that, something has gone wrong mm. because it's even hard pressed now for, for kids as much. Imagine if you could stay connected with all the kids that you were friends with when you were young mm. because your friendship wasn't born on the internet. Yeah. It was just like that. In you, the road. And, and you walked your mate home and then yes. he walked you home yeah. and then you walked Remember your mate home. Days. Yeah. And you just kept going back and forth for hours, Until right? Until midnight. <laughs> now imagine if you could, if we had all those platforms back then, you could just go home and yeah. do what you need to do and then video call your mate and still be chatting while you're doing whatever you're doing. Mm. But yet kids still feel lonely now. Mm. It's amazing. But it's also adults feel lonely in this moment in time. Yeah. And for me, it's like, uh, you know, I'm trying to figure out, you know, I know what it's like to be lonely from a perspective of traveling overseas, mm-hmm. being in a, a foreign country, a foreign country yeah. before you make any kind of formidable friendships or, 
or even after you've m- tried to form some formidable friendships and they didn't work out and mm. now you're in in between friends mm. it it can be a lonely exercise so that's a good i guess that's a good entry point into mm. asking the question so why would you fall out what are the things that would cause that i guess that rupture if you have formed these formidable mm. friendships what what goes wrong i don't know Okay. I think at well, you said you've got an experience. So yeah, yeah, what, what yeah, went wrong but, for you? Yeah, but I I would say it's just philosophical differences, right? Because philosophical. I, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, right. On a on a on a fundamental level is how we do life. Right. So right. value value yeah, systems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. How we do life, and yeah. you know what it means when I do stuff, and the the reciprocation of that that I've done, whether people find value in it or they don't find value in it whether you feel like your friendship is appreciated or it's not appreciated mm. i think at some level everybody kind of gets to a point where you've had enough but it's also a communication thing Communica- i think we, there's a there's a lack <laughs> of right. communication that goes okay. into into things going wrong mm. on any, in any relationship okay i'm on a pose something hmm. at this point so i want to speak a bit about myself and mm-hmm. you know hit the v spot if you like yes so i grew up very lonely okay and i, th- I guess when i think about what that means there was a very sense a very strong sense of people don't really know who i am yeah and because people don't really know who i am uh, it's a very lonely place to be. So, so- mm. socially, I can engage, I can interact. Yeah. But I was positioning myself, uh, I guess, the palatable version of me. Yeah. That I thought people wanted to see, that I thought people would accept. Mm-hmm. And yet, I was lonely because, I, in a very real sense, I felt like people don't really know who I am. Yeah. And so, the version of me that they're accepting is not necessarily the authentic version of me. Yeah. And so it, it becomes exhausting so having I, to keep putting up that facade over and over and over and over. Can I ask the question, the reason you put up the facade is because yep. you didn't feel, you weren't comfortable with with the fact that they might not like who you are as a person? It was never about whether they would like me or not. Uh. Because I actually had this and overwhelming sense that if people just really knew who I was, they would really like me. Yeah, but, but it was a context, and I think maybe Christianity played a part in it, mm. in the sense that there's an expectation of behavior um, that I didn't necessarily subscribe to, but I was kind of entrenched in. Okay. And so I had to be this perfect kid from a Christian perspective, and we've spoken about, yeah, yeah, yeah you know, yeah. from a firstborn perspective, and you know, yeah. setting a standard for my siblings, all that kind of stuff. That meant I felt like I had to present a certain version of myself mm-hmm. to the world. So, um, yeah. but it was exhausting. The so responsibility was, was too much. Yeah, yeah and and maybe so, it was placed on you when you were too young. Yeah, you know. I, I think about whether it was placed on me or whether I placed it on myself. Mm. At the end of the day, I got to a point where I'm now an adult. Mm-hmm. So whether it was placed on me or not, I'm now responsible for how I navigate that. Yeah. Um, but I feel like I still carry that kind of sense of, can I really show them the true me? And if I do, what would they do with that? Yeah, true. Um, but the other thing about that is, the difference between social isolation mm-hmm. and my personality, which is naturally introverted. And a lot of people struggled to understand how I could possibly be introverted because they may see you and me social, both. They see me in a social context and I can, you know, I can carry myself socially. I'm not necessarily awkward. Mm. You know, I may come across as confident even, mm-hmm. but it's exhausting for me. Yeah, so yeah, at, the yeah, end, yeah. at the end of that kind of engagement, I need to I need to be a recluse for about, you know, period of time. You are, you are, you're you're actually def- defining my personality yeah. right there. Yeah. Because that's how I am. Yeah. I can go out and I can do whatever I need to do. I can yeah, talk yeah. to whoever I need to talk to. I yeah. can do whatever it is. But when I'm at home, yeah. which for the most part... Most of the time you call me, I tell you I'm at home. Yeah. Yeah. I'm usually yeah. at home or in the house. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm not yeah. I'm not out there, you know. And that's I need those moments mm. to recharge because I deal with well, I interact with so many people all the time. Yeah. And I give, 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 mm. give, give, give. Yeah. Now and I don't expect anybody to give me back because I yeah. do what I do because that is my personality. Yeah. I just need those moments for me to recharge before the, I come out and I give, 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 mm. give again. Yeah. So how does that work? So in the context of relationship, mm. um, because what I found is I'll give you a perfect example, right? So yeah. I've been in relationships where this is not quite understood. Mm-hmm. So imagine being in a relationship with someone who's an extrovert and you're an introvert. So you've been at work and you've been doing the give, 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 give. Mm-hmm. And you're thinking, you know what? When I get home, I'm going to have an opportunity to kind of breathe, take some time for me, do mm-hmm. do the, the rejuvenation that I need to do. Yeah. But you get home and your partner has been hanging out for you to get home all day and tell you everything about her day and everything that's happened and now you're in this conflict where you need to withdraw and have some you time. Mm. And she's going, no, 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 but give me, give me, give me, give me, me, my turn, my turn, my turn. I think the way I've managed that is, oh, I lie. Every time you ask me where I am, I'm either at home or on the golf course. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. So the way I manage that is I do golf for other home. people. Yeah. Then I do for myself. Uh-huh. Then I come back and I can do for whoever. Right, right. If yep. it's my partner, I'll go in and I'll do for her. Mm. But I've already done for myself. I'm happy. I had my levels of zen. And I do that as many times. So even when I have a conversation with uh, a student during a, a session that we're, we're communicating, I say, whatever you're doing, insert every day something you enjoy doing that just gives you back that level of energy. So you're, you're not feeling like you're yeah. stuck in something. Yeah. You know, you can go for a walk, you can do this, you could do, but it's for you. Yeah. And it's something you enjoy. Mm. It's not something you're doing with somebody else yeah. because they like it or yeah. whatever. It's just, it's yours. Yeah. Although, so, I mean, for extroverts, mm. that's what they need to do to rejuvenate is to do stuff with people. Yeah. So, so that's kind of where they get the energy. They feel drained and lousy when they're by themselves. Yeah. So I wonder whether from a loneliness perspective, there is this element of personality, perhaps? Yeah, it's part of I think it's part of it. Because, yeah. you know, if if you need to communicate with people and I need to, to be withdrawn, like mm. for me, I find it like the only time I want to spend one day, I, and I got this from my dad, the only day that he doesn't interact with anybody is on a Sunday. Mm. Right, the Lord's Day. Yeah, day of rest. <laughs> you'll just sit. You'll wake up at about one p.m. Go in the like he'd go in the on the porch or the veranda or whatever you call it, and sit there read a newspaper and just do whatever he needs to do. He's recharging for Monday and then all the stuff he has to do. And you guys know that this is Dad's this, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So you don't you don't him. you, you don't, don't bother him with anything. Right. Okay. <laughs> you no. you play very far away from the uh-huh. from his room. Yes. When you're awake and you're playing because you don't want to wake him up. And then you, once he's up, you're either on the other side of the house or whatever. You can interact. When you're walking past, you talk to him, whatever. But you're not now. It's not your time to go and sit with him and start yeah. rubbing yourself yeah, or doing whatever. Man. Give me a hug, Dad. Rub let's my, do this. Head. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> that ain't the one. <laughs> that, was, that was Friday. <laughs> that was Monday <laughs> to Monday, Saturday. Monday, bro. Friday. Yeah, Today Saturday, is me. Sunday. Right? So yeah. all you do is just top up his cups of tea and that's it. Even God took time out to rest. Yes. Once it finished creating everything exactly. that he created, you know, and then he created Gomez Brown, and then he yeah. thought, <laughs> like, this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I need a rest after this. Like that. <laughs> that was I hard. Did, like, I, didn't, I didn't think it would be this hard. <laughs> I didn't think well, it would be this hard. <laughs> yeah. We need a break. Yeah, Lord help them. Mm. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, but, uh, yeah, so I do the same. On Sundays, I just check out. Right, and that's why some of the times we've interacted, we've done whatever, we've gone out or whatever, is because that's whatever I'm doing that day is just for me. I'm not, yep. I'm not, I'm not worried about anybody else, and I'm not. You're not giving. Nah, I'm just. Yourself. Yeah, I'm mm. just out there. I'm at home watching a TV series. I'll binge watch something. Or, oh yeah, or, yeah, whatever it is. I'll just Debbie, just be chilling. <laughs> <laughs> 
can't believe she did the whole Dallas stuff. But you know, I'll tell you what, man. <laughs> That was a lot. <laughs> Debbie had some skills. Yeah. <laughs> there was no loneliness in Debbie's world. No. Oh, but we say that, but she was around people, but I'm sure she felt that. I'm sure. That's probably why she needed a lot of people. Yep. Is loneliness a bad thing? It's not because for me, I think I use it as a time to reflect and to take stock. Mm-hmm. So I'm a recluse anyway, so I'm not mm-hmm. the one that, that, that can say, I can be in my, in my house alone for a week. You're not the one that has a problem with yeah. everyone else. <laughs> Everybody else has, a, has an issue with Why dealing with that. Why don't you want to see me? Yeah. Yeah. So it's, um, I have to have those moments when, mm. when those, and, and particularly when, you know, things are a bit much, mm-hmm. you know, I've dealt with a lot. I'm dealing with something really important that I need to focus all my energy on or whatever. I can be quite reclusive in that time. Yeah. Um, but these days, I don't really need to be in my house alone for a week, mm. but I can do it without an issue. Mm. I heard recently that in America, which is kind of like the yardstick for, you know... All social problems on <laughs> Everything <planet>. globally speaking. <laughs> loneliness has actually been elevated to a uh, epidemic level. Yeah. Where it's, it's now, nat- I guess, recognised nationally as a serious condition. Yeah. And it's a serious condition equivalent to, I think they equated it to some people's loneliness is as bad for their health as smoking 20 cigarettes a day, was the comparison. Probably because in those moments, the brain is the most powerful tool that you were granted because it's the only thing that you can control on this earth. You can't control, I can't control what you do. You can't oh. control what I do. You can't control what a kid does or what they think or whatever. You can give them information. But the only thing you have full control over is your brain, right? Or your mind. How you I'm think. Listening. I'm and, listening. And what Same you think more. about. Keep talking. Yeah. Keep talking. So in, in moments, um, and I look at it as the mind is like, a, well, like a, a field, right? So mm-hmm. if, you, if you plant maize in the field and you water it, the maize will grow. Yep. If you plant poison in the field and you water it, the poison will grow, right? Because it's like... What about, what about weed? <laughs> you could plant weed in there. Weed is legal in most countries in the world these days, yeah. so it's fine. You, you can plant, yeah. Legalize it. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. But, and that's the thing. So if you plant poison and water it, it'll grow. Mm-hmm. So the choice whether you plant poison or... Or in your brain, yeah, in the mind, in yeah. your mind is yeah. is yours. How you respond to things, how you decide to perceive stuff, and it's also like a muscle, right? You have to exercise it for it to grow, mm-hmm. right? For you to to give you the aesthetic look that you're you're going for, right? Or just to become stronger. Yeah. So you have to practice having positive thoughts and vibes, and then as those results from your positive thinking start to manifest into real life, it becomes the only, you you get drawn to that. But so, yeah, okay. So th- there's a difference between what we were talking about in terms of being introverts and needing to take time out mm. to having what you defined, uh, you know, and I think aptly as a subjective feeling mm-hmm. of being isolated from community and engagement yeah. which is which is something that we need mm-hmm. uh, but not being able to access that because i think ours is n- is a choice in terms of we need to isolate but then there could be this sense of i'm alone because i'm not good enough and no one wants to be around me and yeah. i'm shit and mm-hmm. and i think that's probably what we're talking about in terms of right loneliness. now yeah. yeah but that's the poison you that's plant the poison. in, in yes. your mind yeah. and you start to water it yeah and the the more you're by yourself and you water that mm. the more it grows Correct. and grows and grows and grows mm. but even and then it manifests into your interactions with people Yep. Right. So when you meet somebody in your brain, you're like, I'm shit. I'm shit. This guy won't even want to hang out with me. And that's the expression you have on your face. And then this person is like, "Eh, something wrong with this guy. I don't want to, you know, they are drawn to you because they think you're, you're cool. And then you act a certain way and they think, oh, 
Mm. <laughs> Maybe not so. Mm. I'm just going to go over here. And I, then, wonder, I wonder how many times this happens and with men your, and women. Your realization, mm. actually, you manifest that into life. Now that becomes, it reaffirms what you were thinking. Yeah. You see? He didn't, he, he didn't even like me. So then he keeps telling, you see, because you're fucking shit. Yeah, you don't, so, even, you don't even like yourself. <laughs> yeah, you don't even like, like yourself. <laughs> now people don't like you, right? Even if, and it takes a special individual, right, to bring that out of you. And that's somebody that doesn't care about anything. They're also looking for a friend. You're somebody and they just connect with you. And then all of a sudden, all the things that you need, you need somebody to say, come here. Let's go to the show. So that's a good that's a good question. So what do you do with someone who is that lonely person? It's got the constant negative self talk, mm-hmm. and you can see that you you feel it in your engagement with this person, you mm-hmm. know, because they try to put on the presentable me, mm-hmm. and then you get past you get your past that, and you like not much fun to be around. I don't know. It depends on your, the personality of the individual that you are, right? If you are equipped to, to, to be that person that is like, what are you doing? Yeah. What this, equipment this, do you need, I guess, is my question. Yeah, well, you need the personality to not expect anything from them and want the best for them and then give them everything that they need. Uh-huh. And okay. that's your personality, right? right? So you're seeing this person and you mm. say, all right. You can see, uh, there's the kids E-word. like that, yeah, but there's there's mm. kids like that even in, in, in primary school, right? Mm. They'll hang out with the lonely kid. Yep. They'll go to that kid and be like, yo, come and join us. Come on. Sit here, let's do this. They engage that kid all the yep. time and be like, yo, let's go and do this, let's go and do that. And then eventually that brings that kid out of his shell. Yeah. Right? Because all his negative thoughts in his head have been dispelled mm. by somebody actually including him. So that sounds in all activities. It sounds like empathy. It is empathy, mm. but it, you have to be an empathetic person. Yeah, but also be an extrovert. Is that something we can cultivate in people? Is that something we can manufacture, create? Because I feel like I feel like each episode we keep coming back to it. Mm. And I feel like it's an essential part in the fabric of you know society in terms of kind of maintaining dynamics yeah you know managing mental health managing mm-hmm. all these different uh, variables so how do we how do we create an empathic culture it, or society it starts from actually recognizing that it's important mm. and people need it yeah and then for in your own mind start to cultivate it and build it right because if we look at it from a first world problem and, and, and third world problems, mm. it's impossible for somebody that, <laughs> that, that has experienced third world problems to be empathetic about first world problems until they live in the first world and then they understand why these people are the way they are. They didn't grow up like you. Yep. They, so this to them seems very colossal because of that reason. Right, so now you can have a look and you can think, oh, okay, now I get it. Rather than looking at them and thinking, what the hell are they struggling with that for? Bloody hell, what's wrong with these people? Right, yeah. <laughs> which is what majority of us do as soon as we come to this country. And you look at somebody and you think, what? You know. And to be honest, somebody that grew up here and when dealing with a migrant, yeah. depending on where you're from, can look at you like you're a sociopath. Yeah for not being empathetic about what they're going through. Sure. Because for them... Like, why are you upset your cat's <laughs> yeah, got a, like, like an ingrown toenail? Yeah. Like, it's, it's a freaking cat. And they're looking like, at you like, but how could you not? They're like, it's like having a child yeah, sick. Exactly. And you're like, oh, no, it's yeah, not. No, it's not. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not even in the same ballpark. Exactly. Not so even they, in the same game. They look at you and think, oh, man, how hard can this you person like be? empathy. Yeah, but... Mm. It's just what you lack is the understanding of the environment that that person has grown up with and how the things that are happening to them impact them. So I think maybe that's also the difference. Because for me, empathy means not necessarily being able to relate, mm. but being able to understand what it means for you. So if your cat's yeah. important, 
Mm. Even though cats may be, you know, insignificant for me, mm-hmm. but putting myself in the situation where I understand the significance of that cat for you and tapping into that. And, you know, if, I, if I'm going to equate that to anything, then I'm really thinking about, okay, so what's something that's important to me? And maybe... But that's relating. That's, and that's empathy. Yeah. Yeah, so, so it's, it's being able to go, okay, it may not be important to me, but I can understand, I can see exactly how it's important I've, for this person. From, to, be, to be honest, the conversations that we've been having around empathy have actually built me starting, into an empathy. creating some empathy. <laughs> into an oh, empathy machine. Hello. Right? So I'm handing out empathy like it's no matter. <laughs> like it's... <laughs> No wonder you're exhausted. <laughs> like, like it's, it uh, is exhausting. Like it's candy floss. Yeah. Right? I'm just, just yeah. putting hey, it around hey, a stick. You it. Yeah. You're, you're, you look like you, look yeah. like you could use some empathy. <laughs> I, I got a little something. Come and get some of this stuff here. But I think, I think there is a follow-on from empathy, which is compassion. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of like empathy in action, where you go from, okay, now I get it. Mm-hmm. How can I, what can we do about that? How can I help you with that? Yeah. And so from a loneliness perspective, I wonder whether that's where the V word comes in. So yeah. being able to say, look, I understand that this is how you feel. You feel isolated. You feel like no one cares. You feel like no one likes you. Yeah. Um, and stepping into that um, and engaging, engaging with that person with compassion. Yeah, of course. That's... But it takes a certain personality to be able to do that. Is it personality or is it... Because you're saying, for example, with you, mm. um, having these conversations is starting to build a, a sense of empathy yes. in you. So it's altering my personality. Right, right. Okay, right. so I'm, okay, I see what do you're you saying. Do you get what I'm saying? So, so it's it, not, it may not necessarily be your original personality, uh, yeah. but, it can but now it's starting to... Morph into, yeah. you're right. And that's, gotcha. that's where the mind is, is mm. that... It's all controlled by the mind. Got now, the, my mind has accepted it yeah. and it started to explore yep. what it's all about mm. and it started to include that as part of my personality. Yep. Therefore, it's, gotcha. not, it's, not, it's not hard work anymore, mm. right? I immediately go to empathy when I'm placed into a situation. Yeah. Do you get what and I mean? So the personalities are not... You're not talking about a personality yeah, as a because, static thing. It's, no, no, no. It's an evolving... Personality yeah. must... It's like we must all strive for continuous improvement. Yeah. We can all be better friends. We can all be better communicators. We can all mm. be better partners. We can all be better at everything we do. And, you know, I had this conversation not long ago with somebody is that at the end of the day, you know, the people that I've stay, stayed well clear from are the people that say, take me as I am. Mm. Because that statement has no room for growth. Yep. This just says... This is how I am, like it or lump it. Unless they're saying, take me as I am now, but you're talking if you, about... If they say, take me as I am now... That's different. But they're working towards improving everything else, like I'm working towards improving everything else, mm. then we're on the same page. Yeah. But if it's like, just take me as I am, like me or dislike me, this is what it is. We should be able to accept yeah. our, our flaws... And, mm. and, and understand how our flaws negatively impact, impact other people yeah. and then choose to, to do something about it or not. But it has to be a communication. You say, pff, I, I get how it impacts you, but I don't feel like me changing will make me a better person. So I, mm. I'm not going to do that. So you're on your own. Yeah. <laughs> so you can go back into your lonely box. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, but to your corner with your, <laughs> yeah. with your phone. Yeah, exactly. But that that's all from a that's that's where we're going. So from a lonely lonely perspective, I think only certain personalities can help people that are lonely come out of their shell because mm. a lot of people are impatient and they want yeah. ready-made products, right? Yeah. You just want to meet a kid that's fun and this and mm. this and join in and then just go. Not right, that, not that lonely kid. Yeah, you don't yeah. want to hang out with that. That's why that Pick, kid is lonely. His pimples and the, yeah, and the that's why that kid yard. is lonely because yeah. he's like people are just like yeah, he's not ready made, so we're we're off. Mm. We're just going to interact with everybody else over there. Uh, if this loneliness continues, uh, where do you think it's going to go? Well, where mental we health issues, anxieties, mm. and depression, and and you know, I think in America, 
they light up schools, you know, <laughs> walks into oh, a school yeah. and shoots everybody, oh, right? Yeah. That, oh, and that's, yeah. that's the, the social issues that, that come about from this stuff. Mm. And, you know, sometimes it's not only the kid just being in that space. Maybe he's abused at home and, you know, he's told that he, he ain't shit and mm. all that stuff. So ultimately he's, he becomes somebody that believes he's not worth anything because yeah. that's what is reinforced into his head every day mm. at home. Mm. So when he's out in public, he can't, he can't think. So, but then we're talking about a kid being like that. So mm. let's just, let's just look at it from where we come from. It's almost, I'm not saying it's impossible, but you have people around you all the time. You have cousins, your, your friends are cousins, your, your, you know, your brothers, your sisters, your neighbors, your what you can, interact with those people constantly because there's always people coming through your house but i was the most lonely i've ever been probably in zambia because but you were like also said, very young sure but like i said because there was an expectation mm. and so in terms of how i was how i showed up in in the world yeah it was i know what you expect and what you want from me in order for me to be acceptable and liked so mm -hmm. i'm going to give you that Mm -hmm. Whereas when I came to Australia, and I think probably this explains part of why Australia feels like home for me, mm. um, was the fact that I did not have to pretend. Mm -hmm. I did not have to put on a palatable version of myself. People just kind of went, okay, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, fair enough. You know, should be right, mate. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. But you, you go okay. But for me, that just shows people don't care about what you're doing, and it didn't you, feel like and, it. Though. And they'll let you, yeah. But you, because you have you, you were yearning for self-expression. So once that was granted to you, you just went out and did whatever you wanted, and it didn't feel yeah. like anything. I was yearning for acceptance of the authentic me. Yeah. So yeah, but. It's not that they accepted the authentic you. It's just that they didn't care what you did or didn't do. No, so the first time I, the first few times that I actually experienced a real kind of real sense of acceptance mm. is when someone, a couple of people did this, right? Mm -hmm. And it was brilliant. So what they did was very much call me out on my shit mm -hmm. and go, but we still think you're a good person. Mm. And in my mind, I went, how can you see that mm -hmm. and still believe that I'm a good person? And that blew my mind. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah. because coming from the context I came from, mm -hmm. I, I grew up with the belief that if they see all my flaws, mm -hmm. I'm immediately discarded as not a good person, not a good Christian kid, stupid example for my siblings, all these negative things. Yeah. And this person, I didn't even offer. So there wasn't even a vulnerability on my part. Yeah. It was the ability of these people to go, we see past the facade yeah. to who you really are, mm -hmm. and we still like that. Okay. And I went, wow. We had the opposite upbringing. Mm. I'm the youngest. Yeah. So love and, and um, disdain and all of that <laughs> was poured onto me as a kid. Right. Every sibling that I had had to treat me a special kind of way because I'm the youngest. Yeah. My parents raised me a special kind of way because I'm the youngest. Right. Mm. So I didn't I didn't lack love or I didn't lack attention. I didn't mm. I was a naughty kid. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? The N word. So, yeah. <laughs> I was naughty. <laughs> yeah. And to be honest, I'm still a naughty person right now on the inside. I don't do it. No, it's not just on the inside. Right? <laughs> I don't do it, but I, I'm naughty. It comes out every now and then. Like. I'm naughty. It's, yes. it's just, it's just who I am. So yeah. ultimately, I do we, Can I we talk about some of your naughtiness? No. <laughs> <laughs> but you see, the thing about it is that yeah. I have to now, as an adult, yep. hold all of that in mm. to be a responsible person. Right, so you've got to contain the naughty. Yes. Right. Okay. Because now it's a, I'm I'm responsible, so I have to, I have to associate mm. my naughty with the the child. You, the child. No, when I was naughty or as the a irresponsible. kid. Irresponsible. Yes, when I was naughty mm -hmm. as a kid, I was whooped. Uh huh. Right. 
that didn't stop making me naughty. No. It just made me creative. Correct. Yeah? yeah. So now it teaches you how to be crafty. Exactly. So but that was my consequence mm-hmm. for what I was doing. Now as an adult, when I'm living by myself and I'm not in a relationship or I'm not doing anything, I can just be as naughty as I want to be. Yeah. So I have to, in my own mind, start mm-hmm. to curb that behavior in order to become responsible. So I, enthusiasm. I, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have to I have to now sit there and match my naughtiness with real life consequences and then make a solid decision. And therein okay. comes maturity. So, so then Well that's what you consider maturity. Or maturity on my own personal For level. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Not yeah. not on a not global a generalized. No, because yeah, nobody gotcha. has Correct. You know, nobody lived my life exactly. for my story. Right? Exactly, I love so, that. Yeah. So this is the thing. So on my level, I became mature by by managing myself. Yeah. Yeah. In yeah. in in that in that level. So, mm. and that happened. I became an adult here in Australia. So mm. I associate my managing myself and my restricting my behavior and doing that with Australia. Right. Right. So, so it's the, the opposite for the me. awareness came. So yeah. Around. So I was just expressing to you that. Complete opposite. The complete opposite of yeah. what you were doing. So you came here and expressed yourself however naughty you wanted to be. Correct. And did I, whatever I, I, you wanted. I let loose. I was already naughty as a kid, so yeah. I didn't need, I, I now needed to curb all of that. Right. Yeah. Right. So And I right. didn't have parents to help me do that. Uh-huh. By the time I got to that point, my dad had passed away and then mm. my mom wasn't here. Yeah, yeah. So, so I wonder whether it's, there's a question of, responsibility which is that r word that i've been kind of resenting and Mm. running away from yeah uh i and i think i maybe need to explain that because i think for me responsibility while it's has its place the bigger thing for me is awareness yeah self-awareness you know awareness of others awareness of the world around you yeah 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 and i think for me maturity looks like being able to go i'm aware that i was such a responsible kid very early on, I took mm. on so much responsibility, and that for me to take on so much responsibility is actually counterintuitive. It's counterproductive. It's counterproductive to who I want to be because yeah, it's yeah, associated yeah. with all this negativity. The so, Michael Jackson effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Without the touching boys. Well, I don't know about that. One. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not vouching for you. <laughs> without, <laughs> just kidding. Without Macaulay Culkin in my bed. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Webster. Yes. Jesus oh. Christ. Anyway. God yeah. bless him. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so I feel like for me now, one of the things that I really value, mm. you know, and I'm still not good at it because I still default to, you know, presenting the palatable me. But one thing I really value is authenticity and just being able to just be. If I feel like being a kid, I've got the freedom yeah. to do that. If mm, I feel like mm, being naughty, mm, mm. I have the freedom to do that. If I feel like being responsible even, I have the freedom do to know, do that. Do you know so, what's funny? Is that I'm naughty when I'm with my kids. I feel like that's lovely. Yeah. But yeah. that's when I feel like I can I can yeah. be I just that's when I'm like, oh, but it's relational. This, this it's is the uh, yeah. This right? is the context for it. So yeah. I I do crazy things and I'm I'm that and I'm but, yeah. And I find sometimes when I'm dealing with adults and adults are naughty, I look and think, what the fuck? Why are you acting like my kids? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like grow up. Yeah. You know. So yeah. I yeah. find like there's moments when you you know I I do it then and I do it sometimes when I'm. You know, I just want to blow off steam, and then I, yeah. and I do it with my kids because that—that's the platform for it. You know, mm. they appreciate that level, but I always find time to actually have a conversation with them and be like, "Yo, when I was a kid, this is what happened. I did what you did. This is what this is the consequence I, that came I to me." A yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, or explain yeah. to them. So what I've been doing is explaining to them the stuff that I did that was naughty as a kid and what happened to me then. You know, but I'm you don't want to talk about it now. No. Okay. <laughs> you look at... <laughs> no, no, no. There's, I love how there's not even a pause or no, 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 a, a no, reflection, a contemplation. No. It's a blatant... Nope. Nah. No, no. I'm good to not go there. <laughs> no, look, I, I, I was the kid that opened my brother's windows to sneak girls in after they went out. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it was my job to get rid of them in the morning. Right. Right. So that's right. what I grew up seeing. Uh-huh. So for me, doing that for 
doing that for somebody else is normal in my head. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Do you uh-huh. get what I mean? Yeah. It's it's not it's for somebody that's never experienced that or never been in that that I did that for a lot of years. Have you ever done that for yourself? For myself? Yeah. Open a window for Yeah. <laughs> Sneak somebody into my Sneak own house. Someone into your own house. <laughs> no, <laughs> just for the fun of it. No. Like, um, why did I have to go through the window? You're like just reliving childhood memories. Yeah. Yeah. Just let me put this ladder to this window. Yeah, exactly. No, I never had to do that for myself, but that's okay. what I did. That was my role. Yeah. So I was sneaking girls out and sneaking them in and doing this. I never snuck a girl into the house that I lived with my parents. Uh-huh. Right, because that was like. I never had that level of guts. The ball. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was the one that had to deal with getting the girl out. So my heart beating and yeah. thinking if my dad catches me here, I'm done for. What did that teach you, do you think? How to be naughty. This is, this is what I'm trying okay. to tell you. Right. Right? Crafty, sneaky. Yeah, but no. Yeah. But what happened was that it, it, it taught... It, I had a role. Mm. Right? Why did you... I is associated it, is it that with you being needed. No huh? Is it something you could have said no Absolutely to? Absolutely not. Okay, so being the youngest, you yeah. inevitably <laughs> had to This is what I have to do. Yeah. Right. Okay. If they ask me to do it, I have to do it. Right? Wow. Okay. If, I, if I say no, he's going to whoop my heart. Right. So he's saying, but I also felt needed. Right. You right? played an important part yeah. in your brother's relations. They'll never forget me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was that guy. Well done, champ. Yeah. <laughs> I was that guy. High five. But I was also, you know, because most of my childhood was obviously me looking up. Mm. Right? So everybody's yeah. older than me. So mm. I'm I'm like now, which is something that is is quite interesting that I find about myself mm. is that I observe people. Yeah. I let them do what they do and I observe. Yeah. I don't interfere. Yeah. Even when they, because I'm trying to figure out who this person is. And whether you can look up to them or not. Yeah, no, but whether I can trust, look up to them or, or how I need to interact with this person that right. I'm dealing with. Right. I don't want to be fooled, mm-hmm. right? So I'm going to present a clean slate and then do what you do. How do you present a clean slate? I don't interfere. I just interact with... Oh, you mean observing... Without bias. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, okay. Yeah, not yeah. not you going, here's me with a blank slate, show me what you've got to offer. No, okay. no, 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 no. Right. No. Okay. I just observe people in their natural element. How much do you... Okay, so, because I was going to talk a bit about this, so that's pretty mm. good segue. I've spoken a bit about traumatic you versus authentic you mm-hmm. and how the traumatic, you know, the traumatic you, you know, Eckhart Tolle... He speaks about the pain body and he speaks about Mm. people who've accumulated a bunch of pain. And so Mm -hmm. sometimes how they show up in relationship is not authentically them, but it's it's more about their pain body, Mm -hmm. which what what I call your traumatic self. Mm -hmm. Um, When you're observing people, Mm -hmm. how much do you have the ability to, I guess, distinguish which of those two you're interacting with? No, and I'm, I'm my authentic self. No, because no, I no, present no. myself. In your observation of others, yes. how much are you able to distinguish what they're presenting? Because you said you're an observer. Yes. So I'm wondering, when you're looking at a person and they're presenting certain behaviors and mm-hmm. you know, they're showing up a certain way, do you have the ability to tune into whether that's authentically them or whether that's a traumatized version of them? I, and if you do, then how do you manage, especially the traumatized side? You see, and that's where my brain has been going now, or my mind has been going mm. now to exercise a lot more empathy yes. with people that are exhibiting their traumatic mm. self. Yeah. Because for me, I'm I'm becoming an evolved human being who can mm. distinguish those two. Awareness. Yeah. Yes. So it's 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 the awareness part of it. Mm-hmm. But being the youngest of seven and having cousins and stuff live with us. Yeah. And me being the person that I I am from an observation perspective, mm. I've observed all kind of personalities mm-hmm. constantly because mm. I just used to sit in the room and listen and watch until I get kicked out of there for being too young, right? So, For taking notes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, But that was quite typically my childhood. 
So yeah. I didn't know I was that person until I was older. Mm-hmm. And then I just like, I was having a conversation with somebody and they mentioned, oh yeah, this person's like this. But then I, I'd be like, yeah, but. Let me find out for no, myself. I, I already knew why they were the way they were. Okay. So right. you, you can see the yeah. the traumatic. So I can see all of that stuff right. and I'm like, yeah, but this person, I have a conversation with that person previously mm. that told me a little bit about their backstory mm. and I can associate that with something I've seen before or something that's in my subconscious to explain exactly why they do what they do. Mm. And I can relate to them on that level yeah, because I'm not, I'm not looking at them. So let's just say if it's a bully on, 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 in a schoolyard, right? Yeah. When I was a kid, it's just some mean kid <laughs> that's yeah. coming here and whooping yeah. my butt. Yeah. But yeah. then as as you grow up and you think, oh, maybe he gets whooped at home. Correct. And then, you mm. know, he gets told he's worthless and he comes here and this is the only way he can feel like he's worth something. Hurt people, hurt people. Exactly, right? So that's mm. that's the rationalization that goes through. Yeah. And then, you know, we go I go from there. But yeah. I don't I don't generally like I I don't judge people. Yeah. It's not it's not what I do. I I don't I don't see I don't feel myself that much. Like I don't think like I'm that measure for me to judge people. I just know that I'm about continuous improvement and then for my own sanity I need to deal with this person this way, that person that way and this person that way understanding what box they're in. It's not my job to change them. But you do cut people off. At a certain point, like you yeah, said. Yeah, 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 yeah. I do. Yeah, yeah. Because I, t- I feel like it, if it's not um, productive and I'm not in a space where, back then anyway, I wasn't in mm. the empathetic space to, <laughs> to, right, right. to start. To even bother to understand what's behind, under the hood. You've got to understand that my, my days are filled with helping people that are helpless. Yep. But if somebody that has all the tools to do what they need to be doing... Mm but they make a bad choice constantly. Yeah. You've then, spent your empathy for that day. <laughs> then, I'm bro, sorry, mate. And bro, I'm like, grow up. I'm you all you all do what you're happen. supposed to be doing here. Yeah. These people have this problem, this problem, this problem. I spend that for them because yeah. they need to see the light. But you see the light, you know the path, you have all the tools, but you choose something else. So, I mean, there's probably still an opportunity to understand why. Why despite having... Because... I was thinking for me, uh, the really tough part and, you know, going back to loneliness, the really tough part for me is even though I may have an awareness of what's going on, you know, from an authentic versus traumatic, yeah. the issue becomes when I am triggered by a person's traumatic self. Yeah. So how they present traumatically mm. when that interferes with my own traumatic self that's exactly then we've got an issue that's exactly where i was going with it yeah if somebody's issues yeah affect me in a negative way Uh then then i I pull away it's it's harder to have awareness and empathy when you're being personally triggered yeah i guess i guess is the best way of putting it that's it so so if i come home like i was in that example earlier i come home from work and Mm -hmm. i'm thinking man, can't wait to get home because when I get home, first thing I'm going to do is take my shoes off, lie on my bed, watch something and unwind. Mm-hmm. And then I get, gimme, 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 mm. because this person's traumatic self has been, uh, I don't know, triggered uh, during the day. And so now they need from me. I'm immediately triggered. Yeah. I'm going... I understand that you may want from mm. me, but I've had a shit day too, and I need me time. Yeah. So then my empathy levels at that stage are a bit kind of. Yeah, I think I'm I'm a little bit different there in that. Obviously, the per- if you know that that's the person you're dealing with, you're yeah. kind of prepared for that. I'm I'm not talking about person who's always like that but on that particular day they've been activated during that day so because of the activation Mm. they need you more so than normal yeah 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 and you've been activated as well Mm -hmm. and so you need to withdraw yeah more than usual and so now you have this dynamic where this person needs you but you also need to withdraw i think the early communication on that part could be great so if yeah. you if as soon as something triggered you and you're having a shit day or something you can mm. communicate to the partner that 
on the other side. Ooh, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's been a tough day. I can't yeah. wait to get home and get some chill time. Yeah. And if that person still wants to, <laughs> wants mm-hmm. to give me, give me, give me, give me when you get there. Yeah. You're like, bro, we spoke about hey, that. I'll let you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's been that day. Yeah. Any other day I got you. Mm-hmm. But today, I just need that that two minutes of peace so I can just get there, get into my get into my space and 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 move to the next level. It's hard though, mm. because you know, like for me, all my pain when I'm around my family, all my pain gets taken away. Like okay. whenever I have any issue, mm-hmm. I can speak to somebody. Right. And they're like, yo, come, let's deal with it. Let's yeah. do that. Let's Because for a lot of people the pain comes from the family and because yeah. it comes from the family it's activated within the family so family gatherings uh you know catch-ups with family that's that's when the real triggers come out because dad told me i was shit and now i'm in the presence of dad because it's christmas party or christmas mm. lunch and now i'm already feeling like shit because there's the source of my feeling shittiness yeah okay but uh, i get it and mm. for, but for me i was the youngest yeah so even i and i was only beaten up for discipline purposes. <laughs> so I get along with most of my Yeah, even my sister. Right. But it was all it was always I'd done something wrong. Because Or I wasn't listening. You're opening the windows for your brothers. What about me? <laughs> no. <laughs> I got a window too. Yeah. It's like when I I'm not going to be caught dead. Let some brothers in. And let me tell you something. I think if my if my <laughs> if my if my dad caught me opening for my brothers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's Good like job. what the yeah. he'll whoop us both. Yeah. But opening that for, your for sister. my sisters, Ooh. it will whoop them and murder me. Yeah, right. That's pimping. Yeah, That's <laughs> like pimp. what the hell are you doing? <laughs> right. So, so I think I, out of self preservation, I, I I choose not to stay away. From yeah, it. I'd rather get a whooping from my yeah, sister for not for doing not doing it, it yeah. than than get murdered by my dad. But yeah, um, yeah. biggest trigger for me. Mm. Oh man, I gotta tell you this. I gotta Go share on. this because. You know, and for the ladies out there. Yeah. Wow. You, you just need to hear this. <laughs> All the ladies? One of the things All the I, ladies. I cannot manage yeah. is a text saying we need to talk. Oh, man. I can't deal. I just don't want to talk in general. I can't, I can't deal. <laughs> I'm like, why don't you just talk? Yeah. Why set me up? We need to talk. Now I've got to think what about, about this for the next. We'll talk about it when we, well, you know, when we. No, 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 no. Hang <laughs> Just on. tell me now. Tell me now. So I know whether to turn up or not. Is this important? Is this about what you know? Yeah. What did I do? What did I do? What did I? <laughs> what, did I what did I not do? <laughs> yeah. uh, man, I, I don't know how many guys can relate to this, but yeah, I, but I think that I need to talk. Yeah. Preface. Yeah. To a conversation. Yeah. Because I feel like for a woman that says you need to listen because this is important. Yeah. And immediately that never ends well. I, I, I have very few experiences where mm. we need to talk is followed by a compliment. Yeah. <laughs> we need to talk about <laughs> yeah. how amazing you are. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, like it's I just, never that. It's no. Never that. No. It's, I, I don't think that's ever happened. No. But I was, I was looking at... In any situation, I think the if each person looked at their contribution and then just worked on fixing it mm-hmm. to that prop, the contribution to the problem and worked on fixing it, mm. then we wouldn't have problems, right? But here's a problem, you know, yeah. like you said before, the mind, the mind mm. is a minefield. Oh, it is, and it, it it's this kind of like monster that takes a life of its own. Mm. And so when immediately I hear that, mm-hmm. I'm in my mind and I'm you know, creating all these possibilities, none of which are good. No. And each possibility is anxiety provoking. Yeah. And each of those anxiety provocations Mm. bring out certain bodily reactions, some somatic feelings of, you know, I'm sweating. Yeah. I'm getting stomach aches Mm -hmm. and we haven't even talked. Mm -hmm. This is purely from a preface. We need to talk. I'm yeah. already in anxiety. I'm already in, you know, catastrophic mode where I've imagined the worst case scenario. And I think in my head that mm-hmm. I'm preventing myself because if I can imagine the worst, when it actually does happen and it's not yeah. as bad, it's not as catastrophic, mm-hmm. I feel like that's a win. 
And yet what yeah. I'm doing to my body is creating all this cortisol, all these negative you know, bodily fluids that the body produces to protect you mm. when you need it. I'm producing all that before I even need to protect myself. Yeah. And it's, it's just horrible. It is. I think, and I, and I, I don't know, but it seems like a, a, a <laughs> every, every, everybody, every female went to that, we need to talk school. Right? Because they, they was all. Was that part of the WhatsApp group? Uh, probably. That, man. But I, I don't. I don't. If you, if you really want to get, get him, it, just tell him you need to talk. Yeah, don't tell because, him what it's about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just. <laughs> and oh, then, man. I, I think because from our interactions with um, our fellow guys, mm. we never have that in a context of. We never experience it no. in a situation where it's like, I don't know what it is. I mm. know what we're about to fight about. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I always know. Yeah, you know, you know what's up. You know what's <laughs> coming. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And if we need to scrap, we'll scrap. Yeah. You, you told me I had no ass. Yeah. <laughs> so what so, up? You know. I'll meet you outside at three p.m. Correct. Right. So it's never you a, can ne- you can an never... ambiguous situation yeah. where yeah. you're now heading into and thinking. Yeah. I don't even know what I've. You know, it's what it's. I think it's maybe they want to get your authentic answer and one that's not prepared. It's to catch but, but you unawares. But they're naturally preparing you because when they go, do you want to talk? Now you're going through the list and, you know, we spoke about it, how... It might not be anything on the it list. It may not be anything on the list, but, you know... You're was, already coming in there all guns blazing. you prepared because yeah, yeah. you know how we spoke about strict parents can create creativity mm. and craftiness. Mm. You're going through all the little crafty things that you did, <laughs> all the naughty crafty things that you've done. You're going, yeah. oh my God, is this about... Is this about Amy and the cheesecake shop? Yeah. Exactly. What, what, what the that? hell is it? I get it. You know, so it's, yeah, like I said, it it, it very rarely ends well. It's usually. No, uh, it doesn't. So, um, I think my trick. So, who's Jessica? Yeah. It's like, uh, <laughs> well, damn it. Even that question. It's <laughs> yeah. like, who's Jessica? It's like, why don't you just tell me what you found? <laughs> What, what have you seen? What have you heard? Who, yeah. who have you been speaking to? What are we doing here? Uh, who's Jessica? I, yeah. I don't know. A rabbit? <laughs> I think my trigger is is basically um, after me explaining why I do what I do, who I am, which I pretty much do a lot of the times. Yeah. I'll explain why I react the way I react, why I do what I do, like I told you. I'm naughty because of these reasons, yeah, right, and, yeah. and this and that and that and that and that, and then my behavior is associated with something else. Please explain. So if I if I do something, mm-hmm. and your understanding of why you did that. why I did it is yep. not associated with the stuff I told you is right. who I am. There's a mismatch. There. Yeah. Okay. Then I'm like, what are we doing? <sighs> Like, look, mm. this is who I am, and I've explained it so many times. Yeah. And even it's on every level, even yeah. with friends or what, because I just want to be understood. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Mm. Yep. Even if you don't like me. If he accepted or not. Yeah. That's, <laughs> even if you don't just like understand. me, just understand who yeah. I am. Yeah. And then just leave me be to mm. be who I am. And that's right? a weird thing with people that are lonely is because... I feel like there is some onus on them to kind of use the V word and step out of their loneliness and, you know, present themselves and then allow people to accept or not accept. Yeah, and that's um, it. And I, I, I think that's probably a really tough thing to do when you're in that lonely and negative yeah, self-talk. Yeah, yeah. You've place. got to be able to go through all the people that are going to reject you yeah. to meet the people that are going to like you. Yeah for being who you are and then you can just be yourself through that and that for me um shows the progression and that's what will allow you to become yourself yeah because it's easy Mm. for a kid to associate with other people based on what's cool yeah right Mm. and then you lose yourself in the process yeah yeah and never discover yourself after you really are yeah one day you wake up and you're in a house thinking, why the hell am I wearing this? Why do I drive this car? Yeah. Why do I live in this suburb? Yeah. Why do I do this? And you have no idea. Because it was cool way back when. Exactly. But, um, I think, you know, from a thoughts perspective, it's important to notice that we're, we are not 
our thoughts. Like, no. we're not a product of our thoughts. We're not even our emotions. No. So from a loneliness perspective, the subjective feeling of, you know, isolation, the subjective feeling of not being worthy mm. is not necessarily authentically who you are. And I feel like that that is speaking a lot more to the traumatic self. And it's yeah. important to separate that and go, you know what, this is, this is not who I am. What, pe- what I'm thinking people are thinking about me mm. is not reality. It's yeah. just a thought. It's just a thought. Yeah. But also, I'll couple it with the fact that people treat you based on what they see, not what you think of yourself. Right? They shouldn't, though. No, but that's but just that's, reality. That's true. Yes. Right? That's yeah. reality. Yeah. It's, not, it's not anything else. Yeah. So if you're, what you're demonstrating mm. and what you think of yourself are totally different, they're not going to take... They don't know. Yeah. You have to be able to express that to people. Yeah. And show or, them or through, through words and deeds yeah. that this is who you are. Mm. Then they'll take that. Otherwise, they need to have what I would call the empathic eyes. The mm. double e, to be able to see past what you're presenting yeah. to what's behind that presentation and what's exactly. authentically you mm-hmm. versus your traumatic self. On that Booyaka. note, people, that was episode 14 of Voice of the International Community Experience. Yeah. That was your minion, Gome Brown and Daniel here. Uh, catch you on the flip side. Rest in peace, DMX. Rest in power. Peace.